is in the know for Friday, September 15, the 258th day of 2023. There are 107 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039. The Moose live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on the platform formerly known as Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we have a full-blown Cougar sports report for you. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling in to my left, Rolling Rock 9 with her hair on fire. My beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. So you got your Hilltopper shirt on. I do. Is that a Henley? We call that a Henley? It is. is it? Yeah. Uh, you got a, a WKU Henley on. Yeah. Um, you may, before too long, or you may not, uh, be wearing a pair of jorts. Gen Z are bringing jorts back from the early 2000s. So your blue jeans meet shorts, not the cutoff kind with the phrase or the mm-hmm. holes, just the long, elongated, like they come down to above the knee. Yeah. One of the most ugly looks, I yeah. think, on well, in. Yeah. And for me, no, I, I'm not. Le- my legs are the only thing I have going for me. Okay. So I'm certainly not covering more of them up. So no jorts for you is <laughs> no what you're saying. All right, me. fair no. enough. Just, but just be prepared to, to see them on others because right. they're coming back. Yeah. He's a five-time winner of the Covenant Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Louisville. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. You ready for Josh Harrelson to return? Yeah, that's exa- that's the only thing I can think of. Josh Harrelson hung on to the George just a little bit too long, when, so when, much so that that was his nickname. Was when George. you're that big, you can you can wear whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're just lucky to be able to wear something, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, no, Louisville today. Yeah, headed to Moore. Yes. Yeah. All right, sure, we'll so. talk later on about it. Uh, it's funny. This time yesterday, I asked you how far into wrestlers you were, and you said somewhere in episode three. Correct. And I said, well, I got to the end of episode three, and I was incorrect because yesterday when I resumed it, the moment when I hit resume, they were meeting Cashflow's family. And you oh, talked so about, I was a little ahead of you. So then. we were, and, and so, and the reason that I did not know that I had not completed episode three is because at the end of episode three, is the Matt Jones health incident, and it is extremely powerful. It's hard uh, to watch. It is, it is hard to watch, and I and I really I, I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't see it coming in that moment. And so I even asked her last night. I said, "You ever ha- seen someone have an epileptic seizure?" You know, and she said, "You know, you thought that you had maybe when you were younger." I, I think in elementary elementary school, when somebody had a grandma, but. I, and that was so many years. This ago. one supposedly is mild. He has them. He has them mild, but even that is, is scary. And he went. And I don't really want to ruin it for everyone. It's a powerful scene, and I think that it's it's worth watching. But his takeaway was he hates seeing the look on other people's faces because they're scared. And I don't blame. I mean, and yeah. it's. I think it added both to it because it's not like either one of us could even classify ourselves as friends or acquaintances with Matt. But That's we've right. had. Multiple interactions over the years with him. I mean, heck, I wrote for his website for five or six years. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably added even more to it that it 
like it's somebody that we know, you know, you know, and and I think that that. I would also offer episodes four, five, and six are a whole lot less about him, and it's more about OVW, and then all those roads are going to converge <laughs> in episode seven, and that's what uh, you finished it. I haven't, so I'm and, looking forward to episode see, seven. I'd highly recommend. I am not a wrestling fan in the least, not, but I've enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed it because I think you're seeing a lot of stories. You're seeing a lot of Kentucky connections throughout. I mean, they go to the mountains. I love what they did in Harlan with the coal miners. Like, that was really cool. And I give you tell you how powerful it is. Thought ran through my mind last night. You know, when I have some free time, I've got access to all that old WWE stuff on uh, on Peacock. Mm-hmm. It might be fun just to go back and look at old WrestleManias or you and Alaya. You know, do it. absolutely, we'll be well, doing stunners the, and off the top ropes and all those good things. But the, the real star though of the show was Gracie. Oh, Gracie is great. She is just she's phenomenal. If you uh, haven't gotten there, just, yeah, just wait. Yeah, she's, she's, she's what maybe she's seven. Good. Yes, she said exactly. Seven. Oh, is that whole? I, I don't remember. She, she said because one of so the guys asked her, "How old are you?" She said seven. <laughs> she saw she was talking smack to the yeah, wrestlers. And uh, sunny and pleasant today for your Friday watching weekend rain chances, especially later on in the weekend. We're going to see low humidity and blue skies again today. Should be a perfect night for football. Scattered showers and storms possible at times over the weekend, but uh, you may not. You know, you may get a little. You may get none. As I mentioned, Sunday is the greater uh, chance for rain as a uh, low pressure moves through. Sunny in 83 today, clear in 56 tonight, increasing clouds in 81 for tomorrow. The UAW is on strike against the Big Three. The 11:59 deadline passed last night with no new deal. So it primarily at three, it's about almost 10,000 workers spread over three different plants in different areas of the country. And I think they will just start to turn the screws uh, higher as they go. I think they're trying to send a message. But I, I got to tell you, I, I don't know where this is going to end. But one of the things that I saw reported nationally uh, by national news was that part of what the UAW is asking for was a 40% pay raise, which would take them to $300,000 a year and a 32-hour work week. And so my mind is not capable of computing that, but I thought, well, theoretically, I mean, and they're blaming corporate profits. They're saying, you all are making all kinds, you know, from a corporate standpoint, you're making all kinds of profits. Well, yes, that's true, but don't don't forget, many of us have money invested in markets where those profits are then paid back to shareholders that help boost our retirement funds, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not just a, it's not necessarily the head of Ford sitting on, you know, billions of dollars saying, look at all this profit we made. So I don't know when you price yourself out of the market. I don't know. For me, I look at it and I think someone who's working an assembly line, if they're capable of earning $300,000 a year, sign me up. You know, I've got a few more good years in me. I'll, I'll take that deal. So, but I don't, you know, I'm not sure how this will shake out, but I guess they'll get the best deal that they can, that they can uh, get. I did see uh, yesterday where Hunter Biden has been charged federally on a gun charge. Uh, federal charges, of course, different than state charges. They usually um, they usually have uh, some more significant penalties. So it basically goes about lying of his, about his drug use when he bought a firearm in October 2018. So it's it's kind of old news, but new charges are being filed. The governor and other dignitaries were down in Bowling Green yesterday to uh, place the last piece of structural steel. At the 1.6 million square foot, $2 billion electrical vehicle plant in Bowling Green's Trans Park, 
It is uh, AESC is the name of the company. It's a state-of-the-art 30-gigawatt-hour facility that will create 2,000 new jobs, skilled jobs in the region, producing battery cells and modules to power next-generation EVs for multiple global automo- uh, automotive manufacturers. So, uh, obviously, a big shot in the arm for Bowling Green and the economy of that area and just kind of rolling on jobs. with the uh, rolling on with the being a central player in the battery, uh, car battery um, area. And, and it's also one of the things I saw is said they, this factory is powered 100% by renewable energy, which is supplied on-site by on-site generation purchased locally from the Tennessee Valley Authority. So they got some deal where they're just using only the renewable energy, some of which at times I presume they're vending to the TVA where it goes back upstream. They they have solar or wind on site, and then it's stored somewhere else, and then they repurchase it as they need it to be uh, neutral. Uh, or So it's um, – I think that it's a, they are specializing. You think uh, 2,000 jobs. We got two plants that got 10,000 – five to 10,000 jobs in Glendale. I think – they're they're uh, trying to supply a different sector than what Blue Oval is trying to supply. It's my understanding of the situation. They were also make a, made a big announcement in Henderson yesterday too that the, the governor was at and other big wigs, as you say. The uh, as I say, the Kentucky Board of Education named Robin Fields Kenny to serve as interim state education commissioner during a special meeting. Her appointment will be effective September 30. She's an associate commissioner who oversees the Office of Finance and Operations for the KDE. She will assume her new role the day after current commissioner Jason Glass departs the agency. Her annual salary was set at the equivalent of $260,000, and she will not be eligible for the position of permanent commissioner of education. So um, she first joined the KDA in 03 to 08 and then rejoined in 2015. I believe this is her second stint, too, as interim. I, I thought you were right because I thought I recognized her name as before. I thought she was the, she's done this before. She was the interim prior to Jason Glass, I believe, maybe. Gotcha. Uh, Mackenzie Cameron hitting the campaign trail for her husband, Daniel Cameron. She spoke yesterday at an event in Louisville called Moms for Cameron, and she was talking about the differences between the Cameron education plan and the Bashir education plan. So I hadn't known she of her speaking at it. She's a, uh, she taught school for seven years, so she knows at least seven years worth about education and has an education in education. The remains of a World War II soldier only recently identified who was born in Ohio County is going to be soon buried in Hardin County. The Defense POW MIA accounting agency announced that U.S. Army Private Joe C. Brooks will be buried in uh, in Cecilia on September 24th. He passed at age 19 in the summer of 1943. He was part of the uh, group that um, were going against Mussolini and um, in Sicily specifically. So he was killed by an enemy machine gun during the Battle of Troina on August 1, I think, 1943. So... We shared a similar story to that last year, uh, or last week, about the remains being moved home from abroad. We will have a full Cougar Sports Report just in a few minutes, but want to cover some of the weekend action at the collegiate level. WKU will be traveling 
It's a little bit like a game show. We'll be traveling to Columbus where they will be awarded one of those big plastic checks that say $1.6 million on it. And while they're there, they're going to play four quarters of football against the Buckeyes. So um, They're going to walk away with the W, too. They are? Listen. listen well, I mean, we're, we're, the, as for Western, the W for Western or listen, the W gonna, for win? I mean, this WKU team isn't bad. They could, they could at least make things interesting and sure. scare them. Uh, And and listen, I've got plenty of Ohio State fans. They would not want that to happen because I'd never let them hear it. Well, I've got a son-in-law that I would love to be sad uh, tomorrow (laughs) afternoon. I mean, I would just like nothing better. So if that happens, does that mean on Monday you'll be like UConn waving your red towel? I'll be the first to stand up and cheer, without a doubt. If that happens, I'll bring you a red towel on Monday and we can wave it. 93 points is what the Hilltoppers have scored in the first two weeks. Do they do they keep their average, or you think that dips? Uh, I, I think dips it's safe to say bit. they won't get ninety three. <laughs> well, well, they get half of ninety three. Uh, <laughs> if if, no. if they score a half, if they score a quarter of ninety three, I'll be pleased. Not bad. Uh, also, I think Ohio State. You know, they may be looking ahead to Notre Dame next week. So I'm not saying they'll look beyond double, uh, WKU and lose, but maybe they'll have. Uh, Maybe they'll have an Eastern Kentucky University type performance like uh, like UK had last week. Jeff Brom will take his team to face Indiana tomorrow. Uh, they will play at Indianapolis, so not even not Bloomington, not Louisville. Mm-hmm. They will play at Indianapolis tomorrow at eleven a.m. is the kickoff. Eleven a.m. Central Time. In case, sure. In case you're into that type of thing. And then UK will host the Zips of Akron tomorrow night at Kroger Field, where at halftime there will be a ceremony to commemorate the 50th anniversary of Kroger Field Commonwealth Stadium, however you refer to it. It was christened as Commonwealth Stadium in 73, and here in 2023 they will have a ceremony at halftime tomorrow night. And I don't know, you may be in attendance as well and be able to participate. I did read where Liam Cohen will be with the team on the sideline tomorrow after his medical episode back on Sunday. So that's good news. And Cats will continue to kind of use it as a tune-up to get ready for conference play, which begins on the road next Saturday at Vanderbilt University. Yes. Caught up on the news? Because i got to talk about something very important. I, I, don't, I know what you're getting ready to talk about, and I feel like, one of our co-hosts is going to be upset that he's not here. As, uh, isn't he the authority he, he in this cho- he category? Should, he should choose to be here more often if that's the case. Uh, the national to- Very important news. The National Toy Hall of Fame has announced its 12 finalists for 2023 induction. Oh, UConn would have some takes on this list. So we had, a, we had a broad list of nominees. Now they've distilled that down to finalists, and we'll find out. November nine. How many get in? Who's getting in? Yeah, I don't know that there's a set number. Okay. I, hope, I hope it's like baseball, where they're not required mm-hmm. to take any particular number. But speaking of baseball, baseball cards are a finalist. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Battleship, oh, a classic. You sank my battleship. And Ken, of Barbie and Ken fame. Not Howlett. What was the first one again? Baseball cards. Okay. In general. They will also, uh, the finalists also include Bingo, Bop It. Oh, there you go. I, I, I don't understand how these are not in there. A, I'm with you. you know, they, they must have very, like what is that? must be very discriminating about entry into the hall. Cabbage Patch Kids, Choose Your Own Adventure Books. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, those were good, but I don't, I don't know that they're Hall of Fame worthy. Connect Four, 
the Little Tykes Cozy Coop. Oh, oh. listen, my yes. mom will tell you about my Cozy Coop. I, I mm. ran that into the ground. It has the big, big, tall roof on it, doesn't it? Red. Like the car was green, well, the I, roof was red. No, re- no, the, the car was red and the roof was yeah. yellow. Okay. Right. Yeah. Or yellow or orange. I, they must I, have I different models because I know Taylor had one. That had, oh, uh, I was going to say. My, yeah, the, the traditional color. Cozy Coupe is the red with mm-hmm. the yellow it is. yellow it top. Is. Yeah. Did yours have the wood grain panel stickers on the side of the door? No, no, I just, okay. I I would draw a little, uh, go out with chalk and I'd draw Kroger and I'd drive around the, the driveway. <laughs> and, uh, That's well, great. Well, and for those of you that don't know, Sam's dad works for Kroger. so that Not yeah. at that point. He didn't at that no. point. No, okay. no, no, no. He is got, he the, are you the reason he works for Kroger then? Potentially. <laughs> no, because he, he started working at Kroger very similar to when I started working here. Okay. All right, gotcha. I didn't realize it had been that recently. Uh, and also, in addition to the Cozy Coop, Nerf Toys. Oh, should be in. I would have... It's not the, the, I mean, they're way older than Cabbage Patch Kids. So if Cabbage Patch Kids are just now getting in, how come Nerf's not already in? And then Slime. I mean, Battleship, though? Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, that's Cozy been around Coop in, Nerf in, and then uh, g- g- give me Battleship. I think that the problem with Battleship is that there's a generation of Milton Bradley games where they go, not all of you are getting in. So we're going to slowly take a few of you at a time rather than diluting it because there are just so many of those classic board games that my guess is that's why it's taken Battleship so long to get there. Uh, but I also read something recently this week on the Nickelodeon show where they slimed the kids. Mm-hmm. Those kids who made appearances on that show, if they got slimed, they got an extra $150. So it was like they got slimed. I'm surprised it it wasn't the opposite that you got less than 100 because I'm sure most of the kids were wanting to get slimed. It's a badge of honor. Go back to school going, guess what? I got slimed. So there your Toy Hall of Fame finalists will announce the winners, hopefully, on uh, November 9th. Got to get to a break. Your Cougar Sports Report coming up here on In the Know. Today is Google Day. It was founded September 4, 1988, but it was registered as a domain. 25 years ago today, 1997. What will we do without it now? Mm, I don't know. These people were, you know, they're involved in a big lawsuit now The uh, with the feds. The feds are trying to, they're saying Google has too much power. Uh, they've just figured out a way to become an intrinsic part of society. I even shared with her the other night, do you know what the number one search on Bing is? Google. Google. <laughs> that's right. That's, but Bing, Bing st- you know what Bing stands for? Uh, uh, because it's not Google. That's right. And so they're and they're not they're not particularly good. I do think though that Google Google has an, a, a great deal of power and throughout our history communications companies who have amassed that much power and that much monopoly and that much market share have been busted up. The AT&T is a perfect example when they busted up into the regional bells. But if that happens here, I not I, I don't know if it will or will not. Double cheeseburger day. Mm-hmm. Double cheeseburger in paradise would be nice today. It's thank you day. Tomorrow is collect rocks day. Tomorrow is Play-Doh day. Sunday is wife appreciation day. Sunday is international country music day. I'll appreciate you by not playing country music on thank Sunday. You. Would that be a good way yes, to do that? that Sunday works. will be Monte Cristo day. Is that the one with like the jam or, or, or like the sweet mm. sauce on the side? Yes, uh, yes. And I've had a Monte Cristo just a couple of times, but they're not—they're not something that I go, "Ooh, that's give me a big." Did you make a Super Bowl? 
No, no, I've never made them. I've only, I oh. think I've only had them in a in a restaurant. Maybe you were considering making them for Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Maybe it's Friday, and so that means Cougar Sports Report, kind of a recap on what's happening in Cougar Sports and what will be happening in the weekend and in the days ahead. We're celebrating fifty years of Cougar football, so give or take, we'll just say, uh, for the sake of rounding, we'll say five hundred games. And 500 games, I first thought less than 1% of them would have been against Jefferson County teams, but that would only be five. But I don't think it would be 10%. I can give you the exact number. So how many Jefferson County teams before tonight has Grayson County played? I'm counting teams in Jefferson County. So I'm not counting necessarily Jefferson County public schools. This will be the 11th game between... The okay. two. Uh, and you could even say it's the 12th, but that would be counting a JV-only game because the first ever game against a Jefferson County school in Jefferson County was Beth Haven back in 1975 in the first varsity season. They also played them in the JV portion in 1974. Okay. But what was interesting about that game against Beth Haven was it was a home game for the Cougars played at Breckenridge County. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that's because I guess the swamp, the swamp was still a swamp. At Grayson County High School. Uh, something like that, before yes. That, before that stadium was created, that was not a place that you could play football uh, without uh, without a doubt. But more, so it would be the, I, I presume, first meeting ever between first these two First all-time matchup between the Cougars and the Mustangs of Moore. And it's not by choice. It's due to new district realignment. Correct. This is a new district for Grayson County. They're in this district with Moore, Bullet Central, North Bullet, and Seneca. So it'll be the first time that they've ever played more in Seneca. They've played Bullet Central and North Bullet. I mean, they played Bullet Central not not too very long ago. In fact, I found the a clip from that game where you were on the call for it. Oh, interesting. You were uh, doing color analysts back about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, I was with Tom, I guess. Um, so the interesting thing when I look at Moore's record, and we will backtrack to last week momentarily, but Moore was also caught up in that group of Jefferson County teams that were scheduled to play that Friday night, and they all got canceled last minute. No, they did not. No, they they were off last week. They were off, they, so they've so, already had their bye. Correct. Interesting. They're rolling in off of a bye week. They're rolling three and zero though, feeling pretty good. Uh, they beat uh, Wagner, they beat Frankfurt, and they beat Shawnee to win their first three games of the season. And this is a this is a program that was riding on a high. And kind of hit a little bit of a uh, rough patch, and they're hoping to build back with a with a brand new head coach. We can talk about that in a moment. All right, tell me, coming out of the Butler County game, it was a convincing victory. It was a needed victory, and I think it uh, it made the Cougar squad walk a little taller because anytime they get a win over Butler County, it makes them feel particularly good. But it's pretty impressive the other night. I mean. Christie called it. It, it was a it smackdown. was a it was a smackdown. Yeah. And there's no other way to put it is that the it was never in doubt the entire time. I mean, Grayson County was up fourteen to nothing before Butler County even had an offensive play, which is which is huge. And they have played two of the best games that I've seen them play since I've been in this position back to back days. And if they can continue to roll that, this could turn out to be a really special season. Offensive line is playing very well for Grayson County. Yeah, I mean, you look at it last week, Caden Hanshaw, you know, 200-plus yards, four touchdowns against Butler County. Hanshaw now leads Class 5A in rushing yards, and he's really good about it. You know, if you ask him, it's because of the offensive line, and they've been good, especially with moving around some pieces. And I think they finally, hopefully, found their five, including, you know, a mainstay at left tackle and Sawyer Drake. When I was watching the game last night, or last Friday night, 
I just was tickled over the onside kicks, and they were successful. How many times? Three times. Three times. Three and, and two, One for certain and two possibly. One hit the Butler County player in the face mask and immediately went the other direction and the Cougars scooped it up. And then another one hit him squarely. Like he had a good – it wasn't one of those dribbles and, you know, bounced off three or four players. It just hit one guy and laid in front of him. And so it was almost comical. Yeah, if if you were a Grayson County fan, it was very comical. If you were a Butler County fan, I feel bad for Brandon Embry, the head coach for Butler County, because I'm sure you know he doesn't have much hair on the top of his head. But if if he did, he he, he probably would have had it all ripped out by the end of the game. If that was their hands team, they need a they need a different. Well, hands see, and team. it was funny because they even switched a couple of their hands team around, and it still ended up working in favor of Grayson County. Yeah, well, and was that because Grayson County saw a weakness, or just because they're not they just didn't want to kick to them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I think yes, because the first one was kind of just left in the middle of nowhere because Butler County had a couple of really good athletes in the back, including they kicked once to uh, Gage Beasley, and he returned a, returned a decent one. All right. What do I need to know about Moore? I, I look at them. I don't know anything about them historically. I see their record as 3-0. and When I think of Moore, I think, oh, they're in Jefferson County. They're probably they're probably playing pre, you know, in uh, pre-conference play. They're probably playing uh, St. X and Mail and... That can't be the case. Is, yeah, is more very good? I mean, they're not St. X, male, Trinity, but mm-hmm. they're not the lower end of, of some of the Louisville scene because you get all kinds of different levels of football. But, I mean, you look more, one of their best players in recent history is J.J. Weaver, who's maybe the best player on Kentucky's defense. So that shows that good all, players come through. All 11 fingers You're played at Moore. He, he is a great player. Javis Wallace is the starting quarterback for Moore. He's a freshman. Passed for 359, rushed for 244 for a combined 14 touchdowns. He is the epitome of a dual-threat quarterback, and and limiting him is the biggest key to Grayson County winning this game. Okay. But they have a couple of nice receivers that he likes to use. Nathaniel Morris is running back. Tristan Jackson and Keon Johnson are both big play wide receivers. Johnson has caught, I think, 14 of his 25 completions or something along the lines of that, so he's far and away his favorite target. But the thing to watch about for Johnson is he was their quarterback last year. So, so you never, you know, could yeah. he's thrown one pass this year. It was intercepted. So it might be something that Brian Jones has circled that you never know here in these first district games, both these teams want to open up one and zero in district play. Do you throw a trick play or two in there? And would, would Johnson be the guy to throw it? If it is a trick play could be, or also do, if you lose your starting job at quarterback and you get moved to wide receiver, are you carrying chip on your shoulder? Yeah, you know, and he's he's been great this year for this Moore team, but they're very, very athletic. Is it a safe uh, – okay, you answered my question. I mean, my question was going to be, is it a safe presumption athletic and speed is yes. something that Moore brings to Because that's even what, what Coach Jones said on, on Friday after the game. He mentioned, he said, I don't know a lot about them yet because he hadn't watched it, but the little bit that he has watched, he knows they're fast, he knows they're athletic, and, and it's going to be a – Different challenge from what Grayson County has faced over these past couple of weeks where there are multiple players that can beat you deep at any moment. Now, the defense for Moore has been a little bit of a struggle this year. So, you mean, you never know. We could be in for a for a shootout, which as a broadcaster, mm-hmm. you know, sign me up. Like, more points, the better. Nintendo football. Let's, let's do it. That's why, you know, WKU, Jeff Brom era football. That's it. Volleyball. The Lady Cougars got a very important victory. Huge upset win in Whitesville on Tuesday, winning in five sets, three to two. I mean, that's 
Whitesville Trinity is, there's an argument that could be made the best team in the region. And when you can beat them in five sets after they kind of spanked you a couple of weeks ago on your home floor to kind of bounce back from that, that was a massive win for that Lady Cougar team. And then they came back last night and beat Ohio County 3-0. to zero. They're playing their best volleyball right now, and that's good because you're just about a month away from, from district play. From district tournament play, rather. Breck County and Owensboro tomorrow? Yeah, if you're looking for something to do, um, wanting to go cheer on some volleyball, and like I said last week, going to watch volleyball is a lot of fun. Uh, they host Breck tomorrow at 10 a.m. and Owensboro at 2 p.m., but there's games kind of throughout the day. They're doing what they call a tri-match. So it's those, so Owensboro, Breck, and Grayson will each play one another. So if you're looking for something to do, it's a good way to spend a Saturday. It's a bargain. You pay one price and you be a, get a full day of volleyball. Full day and you can get yourself maybe even a hot dog at the concession stand. Lady Cougar soccer team, they picked up a district win uh, twice this week. Breck and Edmondson. So we were on the call of both of those games. Uh, which was a lot of fun. They won both of them rather convincingly, and they lost to Warren Central last night, two to nothing, in a, in a, in a close matchup against the Lady Dragons. Now they're going to try and make up a rescheduled game. Yeah, that was they were they're traveling to Edmondson County on Monday. If you remember, a couple of weeks ago, it was pretty much as hot as the as the surface of the sun outside, <laughs> and they yeah. said it's probably not a great idea to go down to Calibiate and play some soccer. So they said let's try it again in a couple of weeks. So it's uh, they're going to play Edmondson on Monday. And then they host Butler on Thursday. The boys also got a win over the Wildcats this week. They did. 4-2 to two on Tuesday. That game was at Edmondson. And then they beat Fort Knox convincingly last night. So they're, they're feeling good. Back-to-back wins. They got a huge game tomorrow as they go to Meade County for a 9 a.m. Central time kick. And if they can win that, then that pretty much clinches themselves as the district number one seed. And it makes you feel pretty decent about going into the region tournament. Landon Skies for the golf team had a big weekend. He did. He won at Quail Chase Golf Course there in Louisville on Saturday. So he shot like a 71, which was really impressive for him, uh, playing against some really good teams as well. And uh, it's a big, big week for the for the golf team coming up. They're at uh, the region is at Heritage Hills. Correct. They're on, in Shepherdsville. Is that early next week? Yes. The girls play on Monday. The boys play on Tuesday at Heritage Hills. No, the girls were there practicing earlier in the week, and the boys are practicing today. So they're they're rolling and ready to roll for a big region, trying to get to their semi-state, which is, ironically enough, in Kenton County. Uh, Kenton County. All right. So I guess you you got somewhere you could stay it's, if you wanted to go cover it, that. Right? Well, luckily, we may or may not even be in that area when Oh, it yeah, we've got to be around that area, don't we? Uh, the uh, This time last week, you told me about the fairground frenzy for the cross-country team. How'd that shake out? Uh, well, Houston Brooks continued doing what Houston Brooks does. Third place. Di- didn't quite get the win, but I saw that the person who won ran it in like 15-20, which is, wow. that is really fast for a... For a 5K, Landon's, uh, rather, but Houston finished in third. Gracie Portman came in 27th there at the Fairgrounds Frenzy, which is a massive meet. And they will be at, uh, what, halfway to Alverton tomorrow? Yeah, I wasn't sure because I was going to put where that is, and I was like, is that Alverton? Is that Bowling Green at Fillmore Park? I think the- technically, I think at that point where Fillmore Moore Park is, has a, an Alverton mailing address, is I it, think. Is it at the top of the, uh, the, the uh, what's the, the card? Track they got is at the top in Bowling Green and the bottom in Alberton. They've got oh. it for the uh, for the Boy Scouts. What is it called? Oh uh, yeah, the boxcar derby. Thank you. The boxcar, soapbox derby. Don't, yeah, soapbox derby track. Mm-hmm. Maybe the top of the track is in Bowling Green. At the bottom is in is in Alberton. But they'll be at the Gatorland Run, which is a pretty good name for cross country. Not too bad, and it is right there in Gatorland, near Greenwood High School. 
Uh, Cougar conversations tonight. I, I actually don't even know what you've done. Sometimes I know where you've been throughout the week, but I really don't know what your Cougar conversation is tonight. Yeah, we left at about the same time, but we weren't headed to the same place. I headed to the Grayson County Technology Center. Talk with Matt Hayes, and there's so much information that we can get from the Grayson County Technology Center, it's going to have to be a two-parter. So we've got two conversations happening up, and uh, tonight we're just learning kind of what happens there. Yeah. Like, I feel like it is a – people know it's there, but they don't really know everything that goes in, and I learned a lot from, from Matt Hayes about everything that goes into it. Are they still talking about my mom and her legacy at the Technology it's, Center? It, listen, it's it's a big legacy there. Did Matt, m- Mr. Hayes say anything about the statue they're working on for her? Well, clearly it's going to be hers and not yours. They're on campus. Without a doubt. She retired from there. I did not. Yes. So that's why I was just wondering if they, if her name came up. So do they still have her plaque, her nameplate on her desk? Do you know? Did that I don't know. <laughs> that I didn't know. They, they make sure to not let me too close into some of the areas. All right. Cougar football at more tonight. It's 30 minutes earlier than normal. So adjust your schedule. If you like, uh, if you subscribe to our YouTube page, which is free, by the way, you'll always know 30 minutes out. So whether the game is earlier or later, you'll get a notification that says, hey, the game's about to start. Uh, what else is on tap for this coming week? So yeah, Cougar football, 6.30 Central time. So if you're going to more tonight, it's 7.30 Eastern time mm-hmm. start. Uh, Tuesday, we will be back on the pitch. So it'll be senior night for the Cougar boys soccer team. 7 o'clock will be the start time of that game. So I'm assuming senior night will probably be at about 6.30. And then on Thursday, we'll be back in the Cougar den for volleyball as they host Butler County at 7.30. That'll also be senior night, I believe. The Lady Bears will be looking to spoil senior night. They're not going to do it. They're not going to no, do it. Lady Cougars are going to win. Hopefully, hopefully you are correct in saying win. Locker room show comes your way 6 o'clock from Moore High School. So we've got that on tap. Thanks for the report, Sam. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Today's Did You Know? The weekend movie premieres and plenty more still ahead here on In the Know. And nobody. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC's Litchfield Campus. Barry was here yesterday and he failed to tell us that he's in the new cast of Dancing with the Stars. I feel like he was kind of holding back, so look forward to a future visit where we can learn more about that. But you can learn. Maybe he'll big time us then. Maybe. He will. uh, Maybe he will. Uh, You can learn a lot more about your future in education and your future in general by consulting ECTC Litchfield Campus. It's college for the real world right here at home. Super affordable, great campus uh, there on East Carroll Gibson Boulevard, ECTC's Litchfield Campus, where they want to know, did you know if you've got an itch in your throat, scratch your ear? Heard that before. If you have an itch in your throat, scratch your ear. Apparently there's context between the two, and you can... Maybe make it feel a little bit better. The weekend box office or the weekend movie premieres, of which we will uh, learn the box office results on Monday. A Haunting in Venice is out today. Uh, Kelly Riley is in this. Beth Dutton. If you're a Yellowstone mm-hmm. fan, you know Kelly Riley is, is plays it. Beth Dutton. She's in A Haunting in Venice. And then also a kids' comedy movie, PG-13 rated, called... Camp Hideout. It's got Christopher Lloyd, Corbin Blue, Amanda Layton, Camp Hideout. Oh, Christopher Lloyd and Corbin Blue, but Oh yeah, Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown. Uh-huh. And then uh, of course Reverend Jim on Taxi. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd's been in a Cor- lot of good stuff. Corbin Blue was he was big into the, in the high, high school musical, like he was in those movies and then he was in another couple of those Disney. He was a Disney star when I was Well, I guess it would have been a little bit my little brother's time. More. There's a new study out 
and it talks about the most Googled lyrics, the most searched lyrics across different genres. At number 10, Toxic, Britney Spears. I will tell you, I know the tune, but I'm not sure I could tell you any of the lyrics, except I would have taken a stab and said, Toxic? Yeah. Maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, at nine, you knew there had to be a Taylor Swift song in there. I'm just a little bit surprised that it's this one. This is one of her older ones. Yes, it, it is. It, it's This is the one about Romeo meets Juliet uh, thing. We were both young when I first saw I mean, this is, this is old Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, can I, I'd say it's because... People want to be able to sing it. Maybe, but I think that's w- it. Well, there's one. There's one coming up in a moment that bears that out. So okay. you're, you're probably onto something. But would it be fair to say that this was one of the songs early on that was probably alienating to you and perhaps people like me because there's a whine to this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. and I've and, said multiple times I would like to poke my eardrums out. Yeah, it is but, a whine. But I think it's this type of song. Mm-hmm. And, and her music now doesn't really have that. But, of course, she was 12 years old or whatever on that. So, so that's at nine. You will not be surprised to learn. Maybe you would be surprised mm. to learn it's only number eight. But many people wanting to know the lyrics to Stairway to Heaven. Wow. If there's a bustle in your hedge grow, don't be alarmed now so that you know. And as we wind on down the road, right, those are some of the... When it takes forever to get there. Oh, yeah. There's a lady. (laughs) Do you know all the lyrics of Stairway to Heaven? No, I wouldn't know all of them. Who knows? Who who would also know what they would mean? Mm -hmm. To your point about people wanting to karaoke, Uh this is number seven. I Want It That Way, which is one of the most popular karaoke songs. You are... Do I? It's easy. Yeah, it's easy. And it's a big sing-along. Yeah. And you can pretty much take whichever part you want. That boy band era, though, was pretty much karaoke era. You know, like just... That's true. I mean, you can harmonize pretty much with any... Hey, hey, why? Bye, bye, bye. bye. All right. Oh, my goodness gracious. Number six. This was in uh, Wrestlers? What? Yes, it was. I'm sorry. First episode, I think. And and this is going to be, like, bad, bad juju for for you. But Madonna's version is my favorite. Yeah. It's a good. I'm sorry. Well, it's, I've just, I've. I've Better than the original. I've karaoke'd this, the the original with the girls. I had to swear this one off. Oh, the Madonna version. All right. This is the no, this is the most okay. searched for lyric in okay. the country genre. Jolene, Jolene, now, oh. kind of surprises me. How do you not know the words to this? It, exactly. Right? If you got Jolene figured out, you're about sixty percent of the way. Yep. And take my man. If you can nail, if you can nail, take, take my man. You're, I think you're in pretty good shape. All right. Well, okay. Not entirely surprised at this one. So at halfway, at the halfway point. See you do the dance moves. She told me I am the one for the kid. She told me her name was Billie Jean. I know that part. 
this taking you back to high school dances? Oh, this is pre-high school for me. Thank okay. You. <laughs> Listen, I own the box. I could have said, you know, the Amer- uh, d- Oh, here you, you go. You were nice. I could have said Don McLean was your high school dances. <laughs> this isn't a high school dance song, but this would be, well, I guess this is older than me for high school, but. You're going to be hard-pressed to go to many sporting athletic events and not hear this one. Vomit on a sweater. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. I just got to hear that part. Yeah, you got to be careful going too much deeper into it. Number two. Yeah, and then you get into it. Mm -hmm. You can... Check out any time you like, but you can never leave. Living it up at the Hotel California. I always never knew what one smell of Kalitas or whatever that was like. Kalitas? Kalitas or whatever. I did never knew. When I was a kid, I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. It must be some drug or something. I don't know. <laughs> or is it a plant? I don't, I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons people look up the lyric. What are they saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you will not be surprised to know number one. The most Googled lyrics. Love the karaoke this one. So, I mean, you get, you get a little bit of everything in this. Oh, you've got It's an Opera. Galileo. It's, that was going to be one of the first times I was going to sing on the show. Whoa. It is an opera. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the week here on In the Know. EMB's point of honor for today. What experience were you hesitant to try, but are really glad you did? What experience were you hesitant to try, but really glad you did? I had a really hard time with this one, which suggests to me I need to try more new things. I don't know that I have an answer to that. I, I mean, I have several. You do? Okay. Well, I mean, Knock well then, you, then answer it for the both of us. Well, I don't I know mean, that I like have. Like bungee jumping, no uh, shot. Parasailing, no shot. Um, walking well, I mean, off of the the pirate. The what's the I walk walk the, plank. Walking the plank? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I don't know if I was hesitant to try that. I was hesitant to skydive. Well, but I'm, but I'm afraid that. of heights. Right? There is um, there is no amount of money that the, you could get me to do that. The gr- climbing up that great big inflatable oh, slide yeah, you in did the that ocean. In Mexico, Listen, right. talk about. Oh, remember when we cli- and then in Jamaica we climbed up yes. that waterfall thing with the girls all the way. That was like I mean, when you stood at the bottom and you looked at that, you went whoa. But then it, the experience up there was really great. So there, okay, all right, that yeah. makes sense. Sam, you haven't tried anything new recently. We did the thing in St. Louis. Uh, see, a, oh yeah, a, yeah, a lot of these things that you're talking about is is things for like heights and i can't i can't like i would be miserable and i have to make myself do a lot of those things so that's why i am i'm glad that i have skydiving it would be a horrible experience for me now that you'd have to push me or be tandem Uh, or parasailing horrible experience i just know it would be bungee jumping no shot someone says about skydiving they said i can't believe you made the decision to jump out of a plane and I'm like, really, it's not the decision to jump out of a plane. It's the decision to get on the airplane. Because once you get on, you're coming off of there. So, I mean, they, they're not bringing you back to the ground. So, it really just, if you can make I, the decision to get I up there. I will, too, right? I 
I, they say they won't, but I've never, I, I don't know. I don't have enough experience. To know. I highly doubt they're going to, if you are having a full-blown panic attack, yeah. that they're going to shove you out the o- Open the door I, and roll you out. I think I would prefer to do it alone and just be shoved on out. I mean, I think yeah. I have the knowledge to pull the cord when I'm supposed to. They won't let you, they, by the way, they won't let you go solo the first time. you got to oh, tan okay. first. Um, There's that. Oh, but I know for you, there are some rides that you don't really want to ride at Disney World, or but you do because, like, I'm going to do this because... I have a very determined attitude toward yeah. things like that. Gotcha. And see, I don't like heights and I don't like spinning, so that takes me out of a lot of rides. Mm. Does that mean you don't like that Flo Rida song, Right Round, You Spin yeah. Me, Right Round, <laughs> That's baby. about all the spinning I can right do. Right Round, like a record, baby, Right Round, Just like, round, round. I sound like my dad now. The older I get, the less I can spin. <laughs> oh, on TV tonight on CBS, Secret Celebrity Renovation. Also an A&E witness to murder, the Latin music revolution, tomorrow, 48 hours. Sunday, Sunday Night Football is the Dolphins at the Patriots. 60 Minutes, season 60, uh, 56 premiere on Sunday. And then on the Food Network, uh, Halloween Wars. Where do the Bengals play tomorrow? The Bengals are home against the Ravens on Sunday, so that's a big one. And then Cougar football oh, yeah, again tonight um, yeah. on uh, 6.30, remember, is the game tonight. And I just want to make sure we showed, showed our graphic. Okay, very good. QB1 right there. This date in 1776, British forces occupied New York City during the American Revolution. Nike began selling its Air Jordan 1 sneaker this date in 1985. The, the things you do to still have that shoe, right? Mm, be nice. Birthdays today. Tommy Lee Jones is 77. Oliver Stone is 77. Dan Marino is 62. Tom Hardy is 46. Prince Harry is 39. Is he still a prince? Once prince, always prince. James Fenimore Cooper. Listen to the, in this gone but not forgotten. Let me go Gatlin gun style here real quick. James Fenimore Cooper, William Howard Taft, Agatha Christie, Roy Acuff, Faye Ray, Nipsey Russell, Gaylord Perry, Merlin Olson. A lot of good famous people in there. Cincinnati's own William Howard Taft. William Howard Taft from Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, because you got the Taft Theater there. I didn't know that. All right, let's go to... You can even find his bathtub, maybe. Chart toppers. Uh, Yeah. Talk about being one size too small. He's two sizes too small. Bobby Day, number one, Rock and Robin in 58. Tweet, tweet, Rock and Robin. Okay, let's go to 1967. Bobby Gentry, number one, with Ode to Billy Joe. Any song that talks about the Tallahatchie Bridge is okay with me. I don't really know where the Tallahatchie Bridge is, but it sounds like a place to go. I guess I can give it a Google on Google Day, right? <laughs> you can Google everything on Google Day. Google at your heart's desire. Let's go to 1976. England, Dan, and John Ford Coley, number one. Mississippi. Tallahatchie, Mississippi. That's about right. That's in Mississippi. Man. There's a lot of double consonants in Tallahatchie, Mississippi. Well, it's, it's the Tallahatchie Bridge in, in Left Floor County, Mississippi, which is Sidon. Hmm. Okay. 
Not sure what I'm going to do with that information. Well, but now, now you have I'm it. I'm grateful. Let's go to... Gosh, it's like not even on a main road. Uh, let's move up to 1985. I was going to try and get uh, some Tina Turner. Oh. We are the ones Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. We don't need another hero. Bow, 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 bow. And I all right, we were going to try and do Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You in 94. In 2003, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. Flow Ride a Whistle in 12 and Butter BTS number one two years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, Happiness often sneaks in through a door you don't know you left open. Happiness often sneaks in through a door you don't know, you didn't know you left open. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. <laughs>